Hakaris hadas ha'amitis. Real, true recognition. And again, people live their whole lives without this. Or people are scared to, to believe this. But this is a reality whether you want to think about it or not. It doesn't change. We can't, we can't afford to just go through life because I don't want to think about this. It makes me a little uncomfortable. It's going to empower us. Again, wait for the end. But it makes you feel uncomfortable, right? Because I think I'm like this Mr. Important and everything I'm doing, I'm doing. And I'm and I and I and I. I went to Rabbi Gamliel Rabbanavich Shlita to Zayin Gesund. And it was a little, I, I'm going to be very honest here. I know people are watching. It was a little bit embarrassing, a little bit annoying. Because I told him, I help parents. I try to guide parents. Be'ezus Hashem. I was very from. I said, with God's help. And he said, I, I, I. And then later on I said, so I, and he, I. And he was just drilling it into me. Who's I? Who's I? Like, stop with the I. And I, I couldn't figure out how to tell him without the word I, that I have a crisis center and I help people and I try to be there for people and I, without saying I, have helped. And I say Be'ezus Hashem, but I think his point was, like I'm doing with God's help. Oh God, God, thanks for helping me. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. It's like, what, what am I doing? God's doing everything. And whatever I'm doing is because God gave me the courage to do and the ability to do and the Seat of the Shemaya to do. Which part am I doing? It's like, it's unbelievable. How, and we can convince ourselves that I did it and I'm giving and I'm about stucker. Oh, that's so nice. So God gave you money and you're, you're about stucker and you have a big heart. Hashem made you feel. So many people don't feel. I'm very smart. I know a lot of Tyra. Hashem gave you the brains and it gave you the opportunity. It's like, by the time we're done, this so, how could you think there's anything that's us? If anything, whatever's us is also from Hashem. And yet He does give us some Bechira. But like, we're so over in our world, we so forget that it's all him and he's putting us in these positions for, for a tikkun or to, for, for us or to be mabakavite shemaim or for whatever the big reason is. But it's so like, you know, it's like I, I feel like I'm lifting a bus and I say, Be'ezus Hashem, I'm lifting a bus. Like you can't lift 20 pounds. The reason you're lifting a bus, Hashem is lifting the bus. It's Be'ezer you, <laughs> if anything. Who's helping who? And if you take a break, the bus is still going to be up if God wants it to be up. And it, it, it Right? Hakaris hadas ha'amitis. Real, true, emestika. Let's get real with recognition of God in the concept to the degree of das Hashem avicha. That I really recognize my brain is lit up with knowledge right now that there is a God and He's my Father. He ha'mayvila es ha'yehudi. This is what carries a Jew. Liva of Deyu to the end of the pasuk, right? The pasuk was da. What did David Melch say? Da eselake avicha vavdeyu. So he's saying, according to the da eselake avicha, according to the amount that I have knowledge, and we explain what da is. And not everybody has the same amount of a karsadas, and we also don't have the same amount of a karsadas from one day to the next, and one hour, and one minute to the next, according to my level of recognition of a karsabayre. And Akaris of Elekei Avicha, that is going to determine how I'm going to serve him. Das Elekei Avicha is what carries a Jew to the quality of the Va'avdeyu. Let's call it that. In other words, we're both going like this with the Lulav. I don't know why that's always my example, but it's an easy one, right? We're both doing the, the mitzvah, right? Two women are baking chal. I'm trying to think of another example, right? Two, for, for Hashem and Mafrash Chal, and they're doing the mitzvah. But one of them has a da 
as a recognition burning in their, in their mind. And the other one maybe is not even thinking about Hashem or somewhere in the middle. And there's distractions. And the kids are crying. And the phone is ringing. So I'm doing the same thing. And I did that for Hashem's and you get, You're going to get rewarded for it. But the da part, the knowledge part, the recognition in my mind being lit up with connection of vifl, how much am I thinking about Hashem and connecting to Hashem and recognizing Hashem right now, that's not going to affect the, whether you're doing a mitzvah or not. Well, it does also, but, but it, it affects the quality. Night and day. Lahakir lahavin to recognize and to comprehend. Shakal Yehudai ba'ilamai, that my entire purpose in this world, who lavaydiskainai. That my entire purpose in this world is one thing, lavaydiskainai. So if somebody asks you, what is your tachlis in this world? What is your purpose in this world? We just learned the answer. My purpose is to serve God. How? So he gave me a rule book to follow. And then throughout the days, tons of stuff he's going to throw at me, tons of situations, and my purpose of every minute, of every day, of every situation that I'm in, whether I'm doing what I would like to do, let's say a person is on the way to shul and he wants to go to shul, but then he sees on the side of the road somebody got hit or somebody fell down, and he stops and he misses shul to help that person, that's my avodah Hashem. So Avaidah Hashem is not always what I thought it would be or should be or want it to be. Could be that he wants me to save somebody's life. There's a, a TP parent who came to me and the story happened with him. He told to me directly. He told to me personal Ishi story, issues, a personal story. True story. All my stories are true. He was diving in a shul Yom Kippur and somebody bought him psicha lini'ila for thousands of dollars. I believe it was six or eight thousand dollars. I don't remember if it was six or eight. And, and that's a nice gift, right? And he had what to daven for. And he was preparing, he was so touched from the time that the guy bought it and said, I'm giving it to you. And he was waiting for this ni'ila to come. And that's the last hour of Yom Kippur. It's the best you'll ever be. It's the holiest you'll ever be. And it's, it's, it's opening that Aron Kodesh with your head in there usually. I, I, people just are in it. They're just like in the Aron Kodesh. And it's you and God. It's your highest Hakar Sabari moment of the entire year for everybody and especially if, you, if you're the one with Psichanila. And all you're looking at is a Sifri Torah and it's just you and Hashem. And he's looking forward to it and looking forward to it and looking forward to it. And as the time came, to open up the Aaron Kaidish and he started walking towards the Aaron Kaidish. A guy on the other side of the shul had a heart attack and he fell, he dropped. And he's a hot solo guy. He's a first responder. And he spent the last hour of Yom Kippur being Mechal Yom Kippur to save this guy's life. He, he did so many Isurim that you're not allowed to do. And drove and went to the hospital and saved this guy's life. So he thought that, Hashem, I want to serve you now with the highest of this. And Hashem said, no, I want you to do that. And it's not always so clear. But the idea is living with the concept of, I'm here to serve Hashem. What happens to us if we can really live like that at 100%? And he's going to tell you, but I want to remind you again, because I'm not going to stop reminding you. Don't give up if you're not there, because nobody's there. Because we get sidetracked, and we have all kinds of tsaris. And even though we know it, we forget it. That's part of the, the way Hashem made our minds. And that's why some people 
You know, they, they think some people have different reminders because we forget. But just for a moment, let's imagine that us with all of our problems and all of our pain or depression or anxiety or whatever it is, all tsaris, just imagine if we would be able to be in that zone. Look what happens. Dream with me. Someone who is Zaycha to this concept, Hashem Shebenchos, we should all, even if we can't be Zaycha all the time, Halavai, we should be sparks. We want to see little, little times that we can do. How about right now, wherever we're doing, whether you're watching this while you're driving, while you're, okay, whatever you're doing, right now, think about what would happen, and we can do it right now. I'm, I'm recognizing totally that everything is Hashem, and I am here to serve Hashem. Period. That's what I'm here for. I have to eat in the middle because Hashem made me need to eat. Like I have to fill up my car with gears. But that's not what the car is. That's a necessity so the car can go. I have to eat because it's a necessity. I have to get dressed because it's a necessity. I have to go to work because it's a, it's a curse. It's a necessity. I have to do things, right? Because it's a necessity. But what am I here for? I'm not here for the money. That's not why Hashem didn't create me for money. Hashem didn't create me for food. Hashem, that's not my purpose. It's not my tachlis. And that's also going to help us balance things out. And of course we have to eat. But if our lives are thinking that food is why I'm here, or that I'm here for my profession, or any of that, whatever our side... This is going to clear that away. So we don't get sidetracked. He knows, again, knows means up here, means chachma binadas. Das is both Chachma and Bina, as we said in the earlier chapters. It's my Moyach and my Lev. It's my wisdom and my feelings. It's everything about me. I'm lit up on that fMRI. Everything is lit up. I know, I recognize my Creator. And I recognize, what were the words? Da, that's that knowledge. I know the LAK. I know that, that there's a Creator. And He created the world. But I also know that He's Avicha. I also know he's my tati. That when he took us around the mountain and he told Klal Yisrael, we are different. It's a different relationship. So I also know and I recognize fully Melech, but I also fully recognize Avi. I realize the Avinu Malkeinu. I feel that feeling of Avicha that he's my father, so I recognize the tremendous high level of my neshama that God inserted into me. That was carved out, a piece of holiness, carved out from the kisei akavod, from God's throne. Somebody was very kind, and he brought me a gift, and it's a piece of Har Sinai. They carved it out, and there's a way to check. I hope it's authentic. I hope it, in the back it said, made in China. That was a little bit of an issue, and I had to put in a battery to get it to light, flicker. It's apparently authentic. A piece of our Sinai. So this thing is a piece of our We are a piece inside of us. We are built exactly the same as a cow, but we stand, we look different. We can actually move our hands up. We can look up. A cow can't look up. We have different things, but basic, basic functions. We have to eat. We have to sleep. We have to do other stuff that every animal does. And But then compared to all the other humans that, are, that can stand up and that could think and that can talk and communicate and create and invent, on top of that, he made us, me and you, different by putting a chip inside of us. 
So I realize the LK, but I realize Izavicha. And that means that I feel with clarity of the mind, clarity, the tremendous high level of mind nisham of my soul that was carved out of God's throne. Lagur Ba'eretz Areva, and it was sent down here to dwell in Galus in a strange land. And that I understand that this is not me, this is not, this is not it. I was somewhere for an infinite amount of time, and I'm going to go back there for an infinite amount of time. And I had to come down here to this disgusting materialistic world for a Yerida to come down, to go back up and to go to a higher level, to be rewarded for all of my mitzvahs. That my entire purpose on this world for every minute of every day that I am living, it's only, it's not anything else other than to serve Hashem and to do His will. And then what happens? All of a sudden, you're living a spiritually supreme high level. And then automatically, and then all of the inyanim, all of the concepts of the materialistic body that I have, the chaymer, the materialistic world, they become secondary. And we'll do them because we have to do them. So we do it like somebody, like somebody who is forced to pay a chayv. Guy comes over to you and says, you owe me $500 and you're carrying your silver manaira. And he says, I don't have money. He takes away your manaira. I'll sell it and give you back the change. I have to pay my chayv. I have to eat. I have to sleep. That's not who I am. Reb David Orlovsky, not Reb David Orlovsky, who was the shiva of, of, uh, of Ger, um, a good friend, but Reb David Orlovsky, who is in Eretz Yisrael, Eish Torah, probably the funniest person in the world and uh, amazing. He has a fantastic, uh, you, can, you can find the video or certainly the audio, he has a fantastic schmooze called Why Be Jewish. He has another one called Why Do Mitzvahs. And Why Be Jewish, he has a, a whole, not only a concept of Why Be Jewish, which is very, very important, but it's also hysterically funny. And it really, it's, it's, uh, my kids growing up, like stand-up comedian, they used to ask me, can we listen to Why Be Jewish? And they know it's Valpea Mila Bemila. But besides for the stand-up comedy, hysterically, hysterically funny and entertaining, his message is very, very clear. Because some people don't know what they're doing here. And he speaks to them. He said to somebody, why are you here? What's your goal in life? So what, what, what are you going to do? What are you doing with your life? So he said, I'm going to be a dentist. He says, oh, interesting. You're going to be a dentist. Okay. So that's, that's why you're here, to be a dentist. That's, that's your goal in life. That's who you are, right? Yeah. He says, oh, okay. I can't do justice to it. You have to watch him do it. But basically he says to him, okay, so let me tell you what they're going to read at your funeral. Here lies a dentist. He filled many cavities. He was known to do the be- And he goes on and on. And the guy's like, wait, stop. He says, no, so that's not who you are. That's not what you're doing down here. It's what you're doing to earn a living so you could feed your family while you're down here. But why? That's not your goal. You have to know what we're doing here. So when we get to that point, and you can rewind this if you need to, our lives are different. 
We'll do everything that we have to do physically. You still have to pay the bills, still got to go to work. But that's not who I am. That's not what I'm doing on earth. That's Nebuch, that until I win the lottery, Hashem wants me to go to work and to go through all that pain. And even if you're very successful, still, not, not why you're here. Be successful. Do mitzvahs with your money and all of that. But still, that's not, it's not about that. You can fix your tie and go to a meeting. Remember, you used to wear ties? Nobody wears ties anymore, right? You go to a meeting, and you can have your driver pick you up. You could be rich, you could be poor, whatever it is. It has nothing to do with it. Hashem determined that you should be rich, you should be poor. Hashem gave you Baruch Hashem Nesayin HaOyshin, Nesayin HaOyni. But it's still a Nesayin, it's still a test. But that's not why I'm here. I'm here because I'm here to serve Hashem in the position that He put me in. For example, imagine that you are a baseball player in camp. You don't have to be a professional. We don't need the example to be hard. You don't have to be a professional Yankee player. Notice I said Yankee because if it was Mets, it's not, it doesn't professional Met player. I think is an oxymoron. I'm not even a, I'm not even a baseball fan, but I know that uh, you should root for the team that that wins. You know, at least once a decade. You know. So I was born in '69, and that's how I know about it because they said I was a miracle, and um, the other miracle was the Mets won. You know, so. It happens like every 20 years. Anyway, um, my, my advice is that I wait to see who wins, and I buy the cap for $12, and then I'm very happy, and I'm always very, very happy instead of being disappointed every year and, and aggravated. Just go with the, the better team. Anyway, imagine that you're in camp, and you have a great coach. And this coach, he's the best coach in the whole camp, minor leagues of camp, color or whatever. And he knows every single person's benefits and not where he's good at, his mileage, his frustrations, and this guy's a good hitter, and this guy throws better, this guy's faster, this guy has better reach, this guy runs better, he's a better catcher, he can catch better, he can throw better, he knows everybody. And he says to you, I want you to play first base. That means that he determined that you're the best for you, this is, this is mat'im for you, this is fitting for you. And the other guy, he tells him, you go, you go long. That was usually me. Go to right field, because most, I think people hit better to left field, or is it right field, maybe I mix it up. You go to the one, because that's for you, and you're going to be shortstop, and you're going to be a pitcher, and you're going to be a catcher. If the guy is not a good coach, and he takes the guy with the best pitching arm, and he puts him in a different position, and takes the guy who could be a great first baseman, and catch that ball thrown at him really fast, and tag the guy out, and he puts him in the outfield, and he takes the guy who could throw very, very far, and he puts him in the infield, the same players, right, you're not going to have a successful team. Hashem decides where He wants you to fulfill whatever you're supposed to fulfill in your mission, temporary mission, of a couple of years down here on earth. You're not going to get to, to your tafkid if you have a different mission. So once you realize, I'm here to serve God, the, the, the externals, it's, it's, just that it's, just, it's just externals. My whole life becomes supremely different. I'm a different person. If we can internalize this, and again, to the degree that our mind and our, our, our that we can internalize this, everything everything changes. So yeah, you want to go out to eat? Sure. You want, and if you could afford it and you get a nice day, for, sure. But that's not my. That's not what I'm here for. Everything becomes tuffle. All the all the materialism. We don't we're running after extra stuff because it's just not as important what I look like while I do it. It doesn't mean you have to dress shabby, but it, it, your focus is not on that. And it's complicated. And if you have an assign of Aisha, then the sign of having money is to, to dress according to your status without thinking that that's important. That's the Nisayan. 
not to get sidetracked. So what really stops somebody from feeling all this? If a person, Nebuch, is very sick, and they're lying in a hospital bed, and they can't go to work, and they can't do anything, it's easier, actually, for them to be makir, godless abayre, and that I'm nothing. And the more materialism that we have in our life, or that we're into, the more thickness we have around our mind and our heart, preventing us from this truth, from internalizing this truth, and living with this truth, that none of this really matters. And, and that's the danger of the Nisayin Aisher. That's people say, what so? I could afford it, so let me have it. Yeah, but it's creating a layer of materialism around, of Khamri, Khamri's, Khamer, and, and materialism around your ability. No, but I could, I daven better. I got, it, 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 it's, yeah. Someone who does not merit this Bihira Sadas, clarity of knowledge in our mind of Akaris Habayri, the Inyana Vagashmim Taifsim Makamatsloi, and the Inyana Vagashmim, physical things are Taifis Makamatsloi, they mean a lot to him, they mean, they, they mean, he says mean anything to him, okay? So to the degree, obviously, <laughs> we're not him. But again, I want to go back, I want to say it again. He's talking about, like, let's just, let's just live the dream for a minute. Imagine somebody that's, that breaks out of this. You know, like somebody who can make a wedding for a million dollars, and he says, I'm making a Takana wedding, and I'll make ten weddings for you, Simon, I'm honest, you know, um, whatever. You know, like, and for poor people, you know, like, wow, you broke out of that whole, I need to, and we need to, and got to have a 20-piece band. And someone who breaks out of all that on whatever level you're in. It could be poor people also. We also, we're stuck. Right? But let's just dream. Somebody who's not bound to all this. And in Yanim of Gashmi's, they're not typhus mocking by him. They, don't, they have no place in his mind. So Hari Kiyadua, like it's known, it's well known, a person can only have a focus on one, on one thing and not two. So a person who's not Zoycha to this, and he's not Zoycha that the Nyan don't mean anything. And a part of his decisions is is God and 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 the neighbors, God and how I'm going to look, God and Gashmias, like God is still there, right? But we're having so he says, so somebody's not Zaikh to living this that I'm here to serve Hashem and that's it, and the rest is not important to me. And 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 Gashmias does mean a lot to me, right? And I have to have and I and I must and I need and this is important, even though we know that after we pass away it has zero, zero, like no value. So it's so silly. Now again, we're talking about the ideal, and we know that we do need a certain amount, and we can't give up on a certain amount. It's true, but he's dream. Let's dream. Let's dream. See, but someone who's not zayichet to that nebuch, because look what happens. He says the fact of life. You can't have two main focuses in life. You can't focus on building your community, but I travel every week to a different country. You can't focus on, on Ruchnius and focus on Gashmius. So to the degree, in this seesaw of life, in this balance of life, to the degree that I am concerned in my mind about Gashmius, to that degree, I, I, it, it just takes over and I'm less able to connect in my mind to Hashem. It's true, Taka, that, that poor people, in a way, have it easier. 
even though we don't want anyone to have that Nisayin. We always say, Hashem, please give us Nisayin Aisha. But it is a big Nisayin. A person can have a Nisayin Aisha and go lose, lose five years of his life from the money and from everything and, and everything and that, uh, losing the, that Karis Habari on the level. But that's where Hashem is sending him, Baruch Hashem for him. But it's an assign that he has to overcome to, to, to be the Aisha and be the giver and to help people and to realize it's not me, it's nothing. And it's all I am serving Hashem. And I'm serving Hashem Baruch Hashem by writing big checks and, and taking care of people and going the extra mile. And there are Gevirim who give money and there are Gevirim who give money and empathy and sympathy and time and care. It's amazing. But somebody who's into the Gashmias and, and, and he's not Zaycha to this, to this Ruchmias. And that's why I just want to add one more thing. It's not a mistake that Rav Steinman Zatzal that he slept where he gave shear and that he ate every day for lunch. I believe it was like a slice of cucumber and a, and a half a banana. It's not a mistake. They didn't eat anything. One of my favorite things that happened recently that I saw, and, and it's not me at all, and I, I just, I dream, I'm, we're dreaming about being this. Who's the coolest person in the world? Coolest person is someone who doesn't need anything. The happiest person in the world. The, the richest person in the world. The most ushar. The most satisfied person. Well, a person doesn't need anything. So I'm a very picky eater. So I'm much less happy. Another guy who's not a picky eater, a friend of mine is not a picky eater. You watching? A friend of mine is not a picky eater. He's much happier than I am because when I go someplace for a meal and they don't have exactly what I like, it's not good for me. He's not a picky eater. He's the happiest guy in the world. Raburi Zohar is atzal. Was I, I consider? I can't say a friend. He's twice my age, and he's a gadol adar. But we had a, we had a very special connection, and I saw the video where he says this. And and I want, you have to understand, he had a palace, he had a mansion. He was forty years old. He was the greatest um, actor in Israel, the most famous chiloni actor. And he turned his back. Turned his back on all of it and became this Haredi. Ended up being when he. I met him when he was eighty. He said, "I'm I only I'm only forty, like Rabbi Kiva. I only start counting my life when I found Hashem, when I started becoming from. That's when I started living. I was alive then, but I wasn't living. And he says in this clip where he's sitting in his house. Now he had everything." And he probably still would have been able to have more. He didn't need it. He said, everything here is close control. Close control. I didn't know close control is Hebrew. So he was sitting here. His couch is right, like mamish right up against his dining room table. His kitchen is three feet away. He davens everything. We said, my svarim, this is my library. Everything was so tiny. Everything was so old. They showed that the bottom of his table somehow broke and it was being held up by two phone books they haven't made a phone book in 20 years. So that means that he's been living like this for probably 20 years. For sure, 10 years. Yeah, no, probably 20 years. He doesn't need it. He said the following words, I am the happiest and richest man in the world because there is not one thing that I want that I don't have. So I, I, I typed up those words and I put it with a picture of him and, I, and, I, and my son helped me make it nice in a frame Oh, you could be, you could be, you could have a billion dollars, but there are things you want that you don't have. So you're poor, not financially poor. We're not, we're talking about life poor and not satisfied and full of anxiety and full of depression and full of ups and downs and tension. He said, I'm the, I'm the richest man. I achieved 
rich, the highest status. He said, there's not one thing in this world that I want that I don't, that, that, I, that I, yeah, that I want that I don't have. And how do you get that? By not wanting. As long as you want stuff, you're never going to get that. You're never, it's not possible as long as you want. So if you want a million things, you're always going to be 90% unhappy. Or even if you get a lot, 50% unhappy. Which means the more we want, we're also going to want more. So you're never going to beat that game. The only way is to not need. And all of a sudden, when I don't need a dining room table to be anything, and I don't need the leg to look, and I don't need my kitchen to be big, and I don't need, and I don't need, and I don't need. So he had so little needs of this world that he was, he said, I'm the happiest guy in the world. He said, there's not one thing I want that I don't have. Hashem, please bench me to feel that way. And the only way is to not need and not to want, because as long as I have wants, I'm never going to get all the wants, and the wants create more wants. Mishalei Zachal is someone Nebuch, who's not living a Ruchniistika life in his mind, in his being, and the Nyanim Gashmim are of value and very and important to him. They're Taifas Atzli Makim, they have a place in him, and especially the more that they have. Then Kiyadua, like it's known, you can only have one focus in life. And then what happens is, it's fulfilled by you, like it says in Mishlei, Bishivcha Kisirash Gevirta. The, the maidservant that expels the owner. She's taken over the house. You hired her. She's mopping. She's cleaning. I sweep you de florio. Yes, Mrs. Yes, Mrs. And then she gets powerful and powerful. And then she says, don't tell me what to do. And don't tell me what to make. And don't tell me when to come. And, don't tell, and then the power of the, of the owner, of the gvirta. How do you say that? The, the boss, right? It's less and less and less and less and less until she says, get out of here. And even if she doesn't say get out of the house, but I've seen maids that tell the wife, you know, get out of the kitchen. <laughs> get out of this room. Please leave this room now. I'm cleaning. Like, what happened to the balance? The balance is out of whack. That's what happens when someone doesn't have that. Hachayim aruchniyim, spiritual life, which is the only thing that we could possibly accomplish and achieve in this world. Nidchakim gets pushed away at Sloy by him. L'sugbeiz. That's my second thing. I'm an accountant, and also I'm a from Yid. I flip buildings, or I work, or I go eat, or I go shopping. I shop, I, I, I get dressed, and I like to dress nicely. Also, I say to him, but the Ruchni is automatically, he's telling you a cloud, you cannot have both. And if you think you have both, then hopefully now you know you can't. The Chaim Ruchni gets pushed down to Sugbeis. Okay, I do that also. In the grasp of what's important in your life, it gets pushed down to Sugbeis. The And then, even all of your Avaidis Hashem that you do do, even if you're Makayim with Mamish, you have the nicest Esrig, the nicest Lulav, the most expensive Matzah, the best Tzitzis, the most expensive Tefillin, and you Makayim it, and you do Mitzvah properly. Hipguma, Velakuya, it is lacking, it is missing. What's it missing? It's missing the main thing. What's up here? It's enough to think about for today. And we're going to continue. And like I said, he's giving us, somebody has to, wake us up 
and show us what the ultimate life is. And then we have to start building towards it, day at a time. But he's bringing out extremes. That somebody who lives with the focus completely in his mind, even though he's still going to go to work, everything's going to look the same on the outside. But inside he's a different person. And then it, it doesn't matter. This doesn't matter, and that doesn't matter, because that's not important. It's not important. Lo chashuv. Zelo chashuv. It's not important. Whereas somebody, Nebuch, who's the other way in the extreme, all these things are important to him. All these things that on your deathbed will have zero importance, certainly after, are so important. And we get so wrapped up in that, automatically your ruchnius goes down. And even if you do it, and you go daven, and you go learn, and you should, and you have to, and don't stop. In this process, the process is to build up the inside, not to lose the outside. Because some people, they say, I have to, I, I'm not going to daven because it's, it's, it's pogum, it's missing, it's lukuya, it's missing. No, no, no. And the Sivishalom on Shimem Ches, look it up. You get schar for doing it in darkness. Doing it because I have to do it. Because Hashem wants me to shovel the snow, I shovel the snow. But we're trying to, we're trying to up that, that while I'm shoveling the snow, every minute I'm, I'm, I'm saying, and there are many tzaddikim that every, you saw their mouths mumbling, living like that, he says, is a totally different life. Now, we're not going to get to 100% this way or that way, hopefully. We're somewhere in the middle. But imagine if we tilt it. Imagine if we just tilt it a little more. That right now, when we go to do a mitzvah, we, we think, or we write in front of us, and we keep it on our siddur, with every page, I am here to serve Hashem. That will change our Vaidis Hashem. And especially before we do something physical that we have to do, we should, we should also put it there. And we should say, I'm going to eat now because I have to eat. But not because that I'm born to eat. I'm going to do this now because I have to do this. But not because th- this, is a, this is not the ends to a goal and it's not the means to an ends and it's not an ends and it's not a means. It's just Hechrechim. I have to do it. So I'm going to do it then everything is going to start to change. And what about in between? In between for sure. So while you're going to work, and while you're walking here, and while you're driving there, and while you're doing this, and especially while you're do, listening to a shir, I'm constantly having to remind myself. And Baruch Hashem, we now know about neuropathways of the mind, with science, that if you keep on doing it, it creates a highway, and you'll eventually be able to get there easier. You'll, you'll, you'll realize, oh, I've... I forgot. It'll be, like, it'll be like one minute later and I forgot about God. And then it'll be three minutes later. And then it'll be ten minutes later. I'll realize I can get to a, get to a mitzvah the whole time. I can, I can light the Hanukkah lech and I can, and I can be thinking. I can daven to Hashem for Parnosa, but and think about Hashem. <laughs> Not just daven to Him, but actually think of, have Him, the, the das in my mind. And to try to give us, uh, uplifting our ruchnias to a supreme higher level. And here's the kunz, automatically the gashmias, Nobody needs to give you a schmooze. Automatically, it's going to be less. Because that's the way of the world. This is one of the chidushim that we learned today. That there's a seesaw, a balance in our lives. You can't care about these two things. You're going to have to choose. And automatically, when you choose gashmias, automatically your connection, your, your das in your mind is going to go down. Even if you do all the mitzvahs and all the, everything, it's going to go down. And the more that I think about enoid mavadai and I think about Hashem da SLK Avicha and my Avdeh was going to be much, much higher, but automatically the Gashmias is going to become less important. You're still going to go buy a suit, which could be less important. 
And if it doesn't come out so good, or if it's not, it's going to be less important. It's like, I have to wear a suit. I have to dress nice. But that's not what I'm here for. What am I here for? To serve Hashem. That's the point. How? However He wants. However He wants. We're going to learn more in the next few chapters on this topic.